Okay, welcome back to Success Money Marriage Podcast. I'm Steve Siebold. And I'm Dawn Siebold. Today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the most powerful financial concepts that you can employ with a business, with any business, um, and it's called the Rule of 72. Did you learn this in school? Nope. Not even college? Nope. I've never even, I never heard of the Rule of 72 until we started going to... Cocktail parties. <laughs> you, do you remember? <laughs> but I, I mean, I didn't know what it was until we wrote the book. But I'd heard of it. Uh, I'd heard of it before, but I, I had no idea what it was. Do you remember when in college when we took micro and macroeconomics back to back? Yes, I do. That was a really bad idea. It was not only a bad idea. Don't ever but, take micro and macro back to back. But I ever. let you cheat off of me to. to I did to, not cheat. That was a rumor. I um, never cheated. I didn't get a good enough grade, so your your yours was bad. <laughs> I got a C and you got a D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't do very no, well. No, we passed. We passed. Was it not? It yeah, was you did a, better than I did. It but, wasn't um, good. It wasn't. That was tough because no, I kept getting macro. Micro was much harder to me. Right. Me but too. anyway, point of okay. it is, is that you know you take these classes like micro and macro, which are great classes, but you know, accounting, finance, whatever, and you, and and they don't teach something so basic that you can teach a fourteen-year-old kid the rule of seventy-two, which is probably, I mean, arguably as powerful as anything you learn in. in in economics, in terms of a small business person or investor. Well, it's so easy to learn that we're going to show you what it is today. We're going to tell you what it is today, and you'll know it forever. I mean, that's how simple it you is. You won't forget it. You won't forget it. Right. It's easy. Right. And it's a, it's Super a easy. Book, the How Money Works book that written by myself and Tom Matthews. And, you know, we talk about this all the time in our classes with companies. And by the way, if you've got a company or an organization, you work for a company, and you want us to come in, and, and we've got... 10,000 educators around the country that do these classes and they're free and the books are free and the whole thing. It's a a financial literacy campaign. Great benefit for the employees. Yeah, it's fantastic because they're never going to probably get it anywhere else. And um, and so, and we've talked about this before, but rule 72 basically is a mental math shortcut. Mm -hmm. And it's designed to show you how long it takes your money to double. And this is one of the things that rich people do. They want to know how long $1 turns into $2 or 100000 turns into 200000 or a million turns into $2 million, and so on and so forth. How long does it take at a given interest rate? Mm-hmm. Okay, or a given rate of return, let's call it, or an interest rate, either way. So you take the number 72 and you divide it by the interest rate. So 72 divided by 1%, let's say, is 72. So it would take one it would take 72 years in this case for $1 to turn into $2. All right? So now here's the basic premise we talk about So in you the, times in the, it, you forgot that. You times it by the interest rate. You divide it. I mean divide it by the interest rate. By the interest rate. Sorry. By the rate of return or interest rate. Right. Exactly. So so the so the idea is to know mm-hmm. that what how long it takes your money to double. And and wealthy people talk about this concept of doubles all the time. Right. And we used to go to these cocktail parties. I'd interview these these multimillionaires and billionaires. You know, we've been doing that for thirty eight years. As crazy as that sounds, thirty eight years. I know. And we've been, if you know a billionaire, we probably interviewed him at some point. Um, certainly, lots and some of some millionaires that went to billionaires. <laughs> some millionaires, and some billionaires <laughs> that, that went to billionaires. Right, right, the other way. <laughs> and millionaires that went broke. Right, and all kinds of and, and right. all kinds. Some millionaires and billionaires that went to jail. Right, right. Uh, we had right, a few of those right, as yeah. well. Okay, and some became presidents. Okay, or one, another anyway. topic. But that's another topic for another show. But um, but yeah, so. So they, it was just interesting because, you know, people at the press would always, because we've been working with the press for so long, and they'll say, well, what are they, what are these super, super wealthy people? We're not talking about small business millionaires. We're talking about whales. We're talking about Crazy. some of the richest people in the world. And so what do they talk about at these cocktail parties that we would get invited to just because, you know, I was interviewing them, and that's the only reason I wasn't qualified to be there, certainly. And, uh, but they talk about things like doubles. 
And I remember, remember the first time we heard that, we're like, doubles? What do you mean, like 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 a double vodka? Because if you're saying that, I want a double. Yeah, I'll take one, I'll please. take a double, too. Lots of ice. Yeah, I'll take a double, You want too. a double, too? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if everybody's going to double. If everyone's going to double, I want a double. double. I want a double. And they were rich and fancy, and so I'm thinking. Big, thick they, glasses, yeah. those country club glasses. Yes, yes. Cost like $400 yeah. And you glass. know, there's no mixer. They just take like a double no, scotch, double no vodka. Mixer. Like, they don't ever take come up. Straight. They don't like say, I'll take a tiny Tim double, you know. Or Billionaires drink it straight. Straight, straight. It seems like it, seriously. I'm not kidding. It was like no weird. no mixers at Isn't those parties. Weird? I don't know. No, that's true. I don't want a bl- double bloody. They're not getting like walking around with margarita fruity no, drinks. No, no. I, I strawberry don't mind doing that, strawberry daiquiris. I like strawberry daiquiris. I know you do. I can't. That's drink probably anymore. why we don't get invited back. I can't. <laughs> I'll take the fruity thing. Yeah. I like the little umbrellas they put on the top. And I drink beer, I like so every time we go out, <laughs> they yeah. put the beer in front of you and the fruity exactly. drink in yeah. front of me. That yeah. is stereotyping. I just will let you know. It's also true. It's also in our case. Yes. But yeah, so they would talk about doubles, running tennis doubles, doubles rank, you know what? And they say no doubles. How long it takes your money to double because that will determine how wealthy you will become in your life. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that outside of a cocktail party, except maybe from some financial people like Tom Matthews and a couple other people like that, but hardly ever. Mm-hmm. Doubles, the concept of doubles. Well, and that's why the interest rate is so important. So people will say all the time, is right. the interest rate really that important? If, you, if you're getting 2% and it's 25 really that much different or 3% oh, that much different, when you learn the rule of 72 and you start playing around with this, a quarter percent. 0.1% is is a big deal. So yes, interest rates are a big deal. Well, over time. Over time. Like over we talked time. about the time value of money and right. it, over a period of years that that money it's interest on interest on interest on it and that just goes crazy. Right. And so yes, every the rate of return matters. And I think rate a lot of, of times I again something else no one t- teaches you pretty much mm-hmm. and we, I, I didn't think oh, 2 and 3%, 2 and 4%, what's the difference? That's 2%. Yeah. Well, yeah, over 20 years it's an unbelievable amount of money. Right. And you know, I think so. I think it goes the other way too. When people are talking about getting a mortgage or they're looking at their interest rate on their credit card and they're like, well, I got a credit card at 17% and one's at 18%. And I'm like, that's a huge difference when that compounds and you have to pay that you know, annually, um, even monthly. If you're carrying a balance? If you're carrying a balance, it, every, you know, every, every rate, every single number matters. Yeah, absolutely. So the, 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 the example we use in the class is you know, you, you go to the bank, and I think we've, we've talked about this right. probably with compound interest, right? right? You know, and, you, and they're paying you basically less than 1%, at least at this point, or some low number, no matter what, whatever, you know, they're paying, it's usually the lowest they can possibly pay. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll jack up the credit card 20 points or 15 points. So you're paying, you know, 17 or 18% or 20, 20% interest, and you're making one or less than one, and they get the spread. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes them rich. But so their money takes, you know, three or four years to double, five years to double. And ours takes, you know, 800 years or some insane Mm -hmm. amount of Mm -hmm. years. So that's why they are rich and most in $10 trillion with $10 trillion right now sitting in these passbook Mm -hmm. savings accounts Mm -hmm. and banks Mm -hmm. because people don't know. The only reason you would do it is because you you don't know. Now, I'm not talking about having $1,000 in a bank so you can go to the ATM and pull money out or it's a convenience thing. That's everybody has that, I suppose. We, I know we have to have a checking account. I'm I'm just saying, don't put your investment money in a bank. That's insane. Rich people don't do that. But um, so you don't want, because they don't give you any money for it. That's the reason. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Something so simple and 
they don't teach it in schools. That's why I'm so proud that we're teaching this stuff and we're, we're helping people right. with their but I think this is a, a concept you just have to play around with. You do. You know, I think just get a calculator out and play around with it and, and just really start looking at your, your um, interest rates and see the differences between, you know, a 6% and 7% or 6.5%, 6 and 3 quarters. Because, again, I think people think, oh, it's just 1%. Well, when you know the rule of 72 and you actually divide it it's, it's, and, and it compounds, it's much more than just a number. So I think that's a good idea for people to take a look at. Play around with it. Don't just take our word for it. Play around with it. Well, and it works for you if you're gaining interest. If you're in debt, like with a credit card or a house loan or or a car loan or, you know, any kind of, you know, any kind of loan. Well, then it's working against you. Compound right. interest works against you. The rule of 72 works against you. Right. So, it, of course, 99% of the people, it's working against. And the people say, well, why do the rich keep getting richer? Why is the spread, you know, so big between the rich and the middle class? Well, it's going to get bigger, unfortunately. That's not good for anyone, including the rich, no, by the way. Exactly. That's a whole other show. Right. It, you know, that the, the social divide, the, the you know income divide, the rich, the wealth divide is not a good thing. That will break down a society eventually. Mm-hmm. And that probably will, will, will happen in America because it's getting worse. It's on its way. It's on its way because... Because of these little things and they add up. That's why you got, you know, like we talked about, you know, people like Elon Musk that, that that's building, you know, in highways. He's built, he's funding some of this stuff himself, underground highways, like in like in I LA. Know, train systems. I mean, the guy's a genius. But they have so much money, it's obscene wealth. Right. And um and and you know, it seems like well, all you hear about in the media and even shows I've done and you know, financial shows I've done like on CNBC and Fox Business and all those kind of shows where they say, Well, is it really the right thing? Shouldn't shouldn't they be or CNBC'd be better for this one, where, you know, shouldn't they be ta- or CNN where shouldn't they be taxing these guys more? Shouldn't they be paying more of their fair share? Well, maybe. But but the bottom line is how did they get that much money when the average person, you know, is making an average wage that they make an interest in a, in an hour? You know, it's just, well, some of these things because they know to, they know how money works and no one else does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make a pretty good case that that's a big part of it over oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Over time. I mean, they're brilliant people, too, and they solve a lot Absolutely. of problems. So sure. they certainly sure. deserve to have made the money. Right. But um, but they understand the rule of 72. And if you don't understand the rule of 72, I really challenge everyone listening to get out a calculator by yourself. Don't do it at a... Um, Compound interest calculator? No. Very powerful tool. I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. It's not Especially that... at parties. No. So Really? I'm not kidding. No. Don't do it at parties. Don't don't bring your calculator to a party. Don't do that. You know what I mean? That fun? I like... I mean, it's fun. No. People might enjoy it. No. Why are you trying to talk them out of it? Because it's it's embarrassing when your husband brings a, a compound calculator to a party. Ask me. Why is it embarrassing? Stephen, it's not funny. I'm it's not bo- kidding. Your parties are so boring. It's not. It's not. No. So uh, it's just it's boring. That that's why you're not invited. That's why you're not invited anymore. That's why you're not invited anymore. That's not why you're invited anymore. You're doing me a favor by not inviting me. No, you I guys. Really so don't want to be so invited. like I, I don't know. It. I don't know. Like five or six years ago, we were, we're we're at the country club, right, to a um, oh, a New Year's Eve party. Oh, New Year's Eve party. And so it's a formal. All the girls, ladies are dressed up. Steve's got his tuxedo on, and it's it's. It is so much fun. We're all dancing, having a great time. And it's a small group, like maybe 300 people because it's a private club. And so 10 minutes till midnight, 
you know, everyone's looking for their husband. There's a bunch of old people, Dan. Let's, let's, can, I, can I just interject? Okay. If you don't, if you don't mind, we're in Palm, we're in South Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. Everyone at this club is 80 years old. Nothing against okay, 80 years old. Probably I'm, more I'm, than 10 years ago now. Then I think about it because yeah, we were young. Was like we were young 40 years because older. Because than we would us. be their age now. <laughs> so I know. It was probably 10 no, or 15 they, years well, ago. Yeah, they, it was they a while. Still okay, that's not the point. The boring. It's not the point. 10 minutes till midnight when you're supposed to find the person that you're there with. And Who you know, you oh me. <laughs> so uh, um, Denise, Val, all my girlfriends are looking for Steve because I can't find Steve. I haven't seen him all night. I mean, after he eats, I was there. He most leaves, of the time. and which is okay because the girls I was you, out there doing. You the did thing. not. Anyway, at ten yeah, minutes till I can't floor. find Steve. Everyone's looking for him. Jerry, Judy's husband comes and I found Steve. I'm like, okay, where was he? He's sitting in the men's locker room. It's a nice locker room at that club. That was it was a nice locker room. Yeah. Sitting in the men's locker room playing with a compound interest calculator. I love those things. First of all, who carries a compound interest calculator around with them to begin right with? right in your pocket. Right in your Steve, jacket pocket. Steve. That's why I did it. I knew My I girlfriends, a toy. I a toy afterwards, you know, I played tennis with there them the no next week. There were no phones back then. No, no, no yeah. cell phone. You know, no, you could be playing with your mobile, cell phone, right? You no no mobile phone. devices. Yeah. No, but the next time I played with my girlfriends, they're like, let me get this straight. Your husband would rather sit in the men's locker room and play with a compound interest calculator than come to the party with us? Yes. And you should have been proud. You should have said yes. Well, I, obviously, yes. that was the answer. What'd you so say? My, no, what'd you I, say, I, really? I, I said he was working on a project and <laughs> we had to work. I, mean, I made up something. I <laughs> was too embarrassed. We're doing a project at midnight on I New was too embarrassed he's, he's very busy to say. With so, and he's, so he's now, solving world hunger. <laughs> so now I think I should just get a boyfriend and take him with me. How about that? <laughs> nice. Yeah, you need a boyfriend. You should get a boyfriend. Jeez. Okay, that's a, that could be another me. that could be another show. But no, to sum it up, I really do think if you are truly interested in learning how money works and understanding what the wealthy do with their money, you've got to understand the rule of seventy two. Definitely get a calculator and play with it because yeah. it will blow your mind. Or you can go online or, or on your phone yeah, sure, now and sure. pull them up. They used to, you know, well, they still have them, but the physical ones. But you can go online or go on your phone and just play with it right. and just just plug in numbers and you won't believe it. You know, again, like we talked about a little bit in other shows, before you buy something, look at the actual, fi- figure out the actual cost. What it would cost if, if you, instead, if you took that $2,000 or $5,000 or whatever the number is, well, it almost doesn't even matter, put the interest rate in there, just say 10%, the market average. Just 10% typically, you know, over a period of years. So that's good. Put that in over five years, 10 years, 20 years, and you won't believe it. I know it's crazy. It's, it, you almost have to do it to believe it because yeah. you have to look at it. And usually when I look at it, even after all these years, you look at it and go, there's no way that can be right. Uh, it's no there's way. just no way it could be that much money. I know. And then you go, is it really worth paying whatever you're paying, you know, for like, you know, with the, I think I talked about the Kia and another. Mm-hmm. Another podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I know, I'm getting I'm getting confused on what you're talking about on stage and when you're talking about here. Yeah, well, just that you know, we bought the we bought the the Kia, and so we bought two of them. But first of all, we bought the first one, and it was fifty thousand loaded, the whole thing. And then instead of what I wanted, what I initially wanted um, was the uh, BMW, BMW, which was $115,000 for a freaking truck. Give me a break! What is the deal? Because it says BMW on it. It was ranked number three. By car and driver, and the Kia was number one, and people make fun of Kias. And Stanford came had, had come out that month and said, you know, here's our research. Rich people drive BMWs and poor people drive Kias. So I thought, I want to be able to, you know, one of those people that's being smart about Because I hear poor with decision financial decisions, and I think smart. That's the first thing I think. I, I really do. Because I think they're they conservative. Have to. They have to. Well, they're more, it's more conservative. Yeah, they, they have to do more research. 
Well, so I was well. So but then I. what so, happened when? Well, the six. In, so we bought the Kia for the six for the fifty thousand instead of one hundred fifteen thousand. So that leaves sixty five thousand dollars. So instead, you put sixty five thousand dollars in a compound interest calculator with ten percent over a period of, first of all, ten years, mm-hmm. and then um, twenty years. Because I, I feel I feel like I can keep that car. For 20 years because mm-hmm. the Kia, because I drive 5,000 miles a year, which is exactly what I have. I've had it for mm-hmm. two years, 10,000 10, miles. Yeah. So I can, I'll probably have it 100,000 miles probably and for probably for 20 years mm-hmm. to have around the property here. Mm-hmm. And um, and so in 20 years, that 65,000 at 10% grows to 467,000 Dollars. So, is that can I afford over twenty years a four hundred sixty-seven thousand dollar truck? Well, even if I can, I'd have to be a moron. Unless I'm Jeff Bezos, <laughs> which I'm not. So, I mean, okay, yeah, if you got that kind of money, then I guess it doesn't matter. But it, it, at our level, it does matter. Four hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars. It's crazy. That's insane. Well, again, you just have to play with it. And you I'm do. surprised you didn't say it because this is a plug for Kia. How many times did you, after buying your Kia, did you say it was? 2020 World Car of the Year. It was 2020 World Car of the Year. Oh my God! If I heard that one more time, you must have said it's it every true. day. I, I'm gonna get a bumper Steven, sticker. I know it's true. I need a plaque. I know it's true. It is. It's def- a great it was then, 2020 World Car of the Year. Yeah, because you I did. couldn't resist. I couldn't. I I wanted to say I wanted the World Car of the Year. Well, it's a it's a it's a great privilege to drive the World Car it of the Year. A, How many it is people a privilege. get to? That's right. Not that many people That's get right. to drive Actually, World Car of the Year. Actually, they did sell out and then wanted to buy our back. Yeah, they said that. Yeah. Well, so so Dawn has a white one and I have a black one. And, uh, Perfect and for our relationship. Exactly. <laughs> opposites. Right. Perfect. Yeah. So opposites supposedly attract. Have, right. you, have you found that at all? I'm I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm still I'm still I'm maybe still it'll gonna, kick in like when I'm gonna, I'm our fortieth yes. anniversary. Then it kicks yeah. in. All of a sudden, yeah. it's like bam. I'm gonna use the rule of seventy two to figure that out. <laughs> but uh, in closing, definitely play with that in a calculator. Yeah, it, it will blow your mind. Yeah, it really will. Look it up online if you if you're not familiar with rule seventy two and and really I mean it's it's. You just play with numbers and you just can't believe how it works, how the rate of return. Because, again, you know, it really comes down to, I guess, the end of the day, does rate of return matter? Well, I got 1% or I got 3% instead of uh, I was going to get one and a half, but, you know, I, I, or I was going to get three, but I got one and a half. So that's only half. It's not a big deal. It's a big it's deal. It's a huge deal over so take time. Take our word for it. Go yeah. get a calculator. Yeah. If, it, if, it's, if it's, you know, uh, three months, it's probably not a big deal. But if it's three years or 13 years or 30 years, it is a big deal. Right. So look into this rule of 72. Again, if you need help with any of this, you can always email Dawn, dawnandhowmoneyworks.com, and, uh, and she can walk you through and help you. And, and, uh, and actually, we, we have access to about two what about 200 financial mm-hmm. companies. Yeah. And we sort of serve as, for a better way to say it, lack of a better way to say it, a liaison. We don't we don't own any products, financial products or anything like that. But we have relationships with about two hundred different companies, uh, nationwide insurance, Transamerica, Prudential. You know, just name name most of the big ones. We we're you know we we have relationships with them. So we have access. We can get people access to products that usually only rich people can get. Basically, right? I mean, right. at the end of the day, right. only rich people can get access to. So that's a that's kind of a it's a long story, but it doesn't matter. But bottom line is, if you want access to the, some of those products, you know, email Don and she can help you. And if you have an advisor, someone helping with your finances, and if you don't, you want to get somebody that you trust. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have somebody, talk to them about these things. Mm-hmm. Talk about rate of return. Ask them questions. Don't let them just throw you into products because. 
you know, most of advisors, we know a lot of them. I, we know thousands of them. I've spoken to how many financial advisors have yeah. I spoken to on stage? 200,000, some insane number. And most of them are really good people. Mm-hmm. They really are. But, you know, you do have your commission hounds. You know, people sometimes, they move money around just for commission purposes. We've seen that. It's rare, but it does happen. So you want to, you're in control. You're the, what do they say? You know, the advisors like to say, you're the quarterback mm-hmm. of your financial life. And uh, and they're sort of like the, you know, the the, the backup quarterback or mm-hmm. the, you know, or the, or the or the or the defensive coach or the offensive coach or you know they have all these metaphors. Okay, first of all, I don't. I've never heard that because you don't no even know about football, that. Don. What's no last one, you watch a football. No game? one says that. Yeah, they do. Don. I watched Georgia win. Oh, you did watch that game. The now, who Super plays Bowl? quarterback for Georgia? They won this. They won the. Who plays running? Do you, can you name the, any player on the University won. of Georgia? Any player whatsoever? Even people they that won sit on the, the bench. They won the college. What S- did they win? SEC, right? CCE. SEC. SEC. No, they well they they won the, the what Super they Bowl. Win the, the Super I mean Bowl. the big the big thing. Whatever. The big thing. They won the big yeah. thing, you guys. I don't know if you guys knew this. They won the big thing. So that's good. I don't remember that analogy. My, that was always my dream to win the big thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you're such a football person that you would know. Uh, that's just not an analogy. This. Women might not understand. No, I it's know a lot an, of women watch football. I'm going to take that back. Yeah. I'm take that back. I get 30 seconds, right, Hunter? I get 30 seconds to take it back. I take that back. Take it back. To take it back, I don't. I didn't want to say. No, that you just don't want to get in trouble with women that like yeah. football. Because hey, I'm gonna be getting emails you know. going. Oh my god, I, I watch football. You're a bit. Okay, what okay. I don't get. This is just a side note, but I, I I would like to hear people's feedback on. So what I don't understand. I'm not trying to be sexist. I don't understand how they have these women sports reporters, and they're always look like Fox News models, you know, um, which is fine. I'm not against Fox News models or any other models for that matter. Um, I'm actually with my media supermodel. Oh, here we go. But <laughs> okay. All right. Forget that. Forget that. Okay. I digress. No, what I'm saying is when they're commenting on football. Now, I, I'm not trying to be sexist, but women don't play football. You guys don't grow up in the sandlots like we do playing football. I'm not saying all guys play football, but most guys have played football at some level when they're kids. What is the problem when with girls the, don't what, play football? So what? Because we can't announce it. We can't announce played. it because there's a man on in there's the back man. room. There's a man. There's a man there's in a the man. back room talking in her ear, telling her what to say. She's like a Barbie doll. She's just. And would you rather see the man in the back room or the Barbie doll? Barbie doll. That's probably why they do it. All right. And I think that pretty much wraps that up the rule of 72. Not sure how we got there. <laughs> and this but. Up, me neither. And this up, but we probably ought to script this out. Probably think. Probably, probably should. Maybe next time. All right, guys. Thanks for watching the show. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.